do you still get that jitteriness ever? Uh, yes, and I actually don't really drink that much lately anymore. During the week, I only have my morning cup, but weekends yeah, I just that's, go. That's all pretty out. much all I do anymore. I binge on the weekends. Coffee binge. I can't do that anymore. The uh, the whole the whole jittery stuff. Can't take it. No. <laughs> Not really. No. I I can't believe how much I used to drink. Thinking about it. Back in college. Mm-hmm. So this is the Two V One podcast. Thank you for joining us. Nice intro. Thanks. It's just Nick and I this week. <laughs> Alex is indisposed. Good. Good riddance. <laughs> Otherwise, there might be good things to be said about Halo if he was around. Yeah, so I want to jump right into that. I don't. I don't even want to talk tell, about it. I legit, Tell me about it. I legit had a breakdown. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was not happy and i'm purely coming from a campaign standpoint uh it was it was terrible it was really really bad it was a generic first person shooter wrapped in a master chief blanket that's all it was (laughs) so nothing nothing was ultimately learned or furthered in the story no 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 no. nothing at (laughs) all um do you know anything about it other than the two teams of Locke and Master Chief. That's it. All right. I, I think I'm going to throw out a minor spoiler here. but it, I, Whatever. Yeah. It, it's learned really early on in the game. It's what the entire game is about. But I did not know about it. Okay. It's all about Cortana. She's back. Okay. I thought I actually thought it was about finding her. It is. It's about finding Cortana. What happens is, hmm. long story short, she goes... She finds these Forerunner Guardians. They're implanted in planets. Um, and she goes pretty much AWOL and everything and takes it upon herself to find all these Guardians. And what she intends to do is to use individual Guardians in different uh, at different planets to keep... Uh, how was it phrased? So, as like a safety sort of thing. Like there, there'd be no more wars. There would be no more... What? Yeah, like she she would use the guardians as a piece sort of thing. Like if, if anyone did anything wrong, there's this guardian at this planet that pretty much could blow up the the planet immediately. Um what so what are the guardians? I think they're just ancient forerunner just machines, giant just giant machines that can destroy hmm. worlds and whatnot. Okay, that's terrifying. So like like the halo on a planet scale. Yes, essentially. Okay. Um I, I guess that's an okay way to put it, but yeah. So she she goes AWOL and she starts she starts gathering all the guardians on one planet so she can disperse them all throughout the galaxy and and pretty much just be in control. Um, and then so Chief finds out about this because she tries to bring Chief with her in doing so. Um, okay, but he, being the human that he is, sees that it's wrong, so he's now trying to stop Cortana. And then oh. Fireteam Osiris is hunting Chief, thinking that he's gone AWOL to get Cortana, when really he's trying to stop her. But it, it is, as it kind of exciting as that may sound on the surface, it does not flesh out well at all. Yeah. Um, the entire game is pretty much you playing as Fireteam Osiris, which is Locke's team, the one with Buck on it. Um, 
just just on generic worlds i mean you do go to saint helios which is the elite home world which is kind of cool but there's there's, that's interesting there's no defining moment in the game like the prior all the prior halos had that you know they they were all on a pretty large enough scale where something cool happens you're like oh shit that's kind of cool yeah um there really wasn't a point like that in this that's disappointing um i mean some could maybe say the ending had a bit of that but I didn't care at all because you didn't do anything as chief, which is which is what I want in a Halo game. I want to play as chief, and I, I think there's 15 total missions, and maybe three or four of them you play as blue team. Wow, that is crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it would be okay to like move away from him, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the expectation of this game, probably. No, like like it's a numbered entry. And you're going to play as Master Chief, but you don't. Mm-hmm. This I I would consider this more of like a, a Halo Reach, maybe like expanding yeah. the, the the lore and and whatnot of the universe itself, but not really furthering Master Chief's story. To to make a lo- another long story short, you could essentially just take in the beginning of this game with Chief and the ending of this game with Chief, and that's the entire story. Like in two missions, that's all that would have mattered. <laughs> Like, so, so Locke doesn't bring anything to the table. Zero, absolutely nothing. He he's just looking for Master Chief. Like, there's yep. not, he's not really in a conflict other than a search. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's dumb. So, the the, the after credit scene was nifty. The the ending, I will say, the ending was okay. Um, it definitely. I'm surprised. It it definitely leaves it wide open for Halo Six. Purely yeah. because nothing happened in this one, so <laughs> there's no, they had no choice. That's how it was going to end anyway. Yeah, it it was just it it feels like a very haphazard way of throwing together a Halo game, and I wow coming from a huge Halo fanboy like myself, it it, it was a disaster and a slap in the face. Yikes! Mm-hmm. Strong words. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That that makes it really apparent that all of this push for multiplayer that they did seems to have impacted single player and campaign and and stuff like that. Like they really only focused on on multiplayer. I guess. I mean, maybe I don't know what hap- what goes on in studios, but I mean, I... well, no. I mean, that's all we ever heard about, really. Well, you know? like there there was such a lead up well, to like, oh, this is going to be an esport and stuff. Yes, yes and no, because that was another point I wanted to bring up was I don't I don't know how closely you followed it like the weeks prior to the launch, but pretty Not much at all. Well, pretty much everywhere you looked, you saw this whole lock versus chief face down of the yeah. century. Like, yeah, yeah. Even the like the, the commercials they showed, uh, like the, the live action ones, everything was like, this is going to be insane uh, fight battle of the century lock versus chief la 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 la. There yeah, isn't one. The truth, blah blah blah. There isn't one. No, at no point is there a showdown. <laughs> only throughout the entire game, they only face each other two times. Oh, so they do at least cross paths. I I took that to mean that you Locke just fails in his search because that would be awful. No, no, but still, out of the entire campaign, they they're in the same scene twice, maybe. Crazy. And for all that buildup for the weeks prior to, like, that's just, that's not acceptable. Yeah. Ugh. 
I'm getting so upset talking about it. <laughs> Get fired up. I, I hate See, I'm I'm so mad. I'm I'm at the point right now where I want to get rid of my Xbox and go back to a PS4. I was talking to you yeah. about this earlier. That the yeah, only which the is, sole reason I own an Xbox is for Halo, and what happened in this campaign makes me not want to own it anymore. Yeah, I think I think it's just a a panic for you for yeah. a, for a little bit. You'll get over it because there's going to be another one. But years that down is the pretty road. funny. But I don't know. You think I'd maybe say, they'll maybe they'll speed up the process now? I don't. Probably not, but. I'd say 2018 will be the next one. Yeah, that's a decent amount of or, time. Or 2017, maybe three years, 16. Yeah. Oh, that'd be, no, that'd be 2018. Right. And yeah. so I, I avoided, I avoided everything prior to playing. Um, I didn't, I didn't watch the opening cinematic, which was shown maybe two weeks before the game came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, whenever I was sitting down and, and watching that for the first time, I will say the opening cinematic is was done pretty well. It was It was super fast-paced. The game looks amazing. Um, so just, just as a quick overview, the opening cinematic is pretty much just introducing you to um, Fireteam Osiris. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, sliding down a mountain, like, just killing Covenant and Forerunners that were battling each other or whatever. And it was cool. And then all of a sudden... They uh, zoom into one of the members with a shotgun who just blows a grunt away as she's sliding down. And there was no blood. Oh, right. Yeah, because this is teen, right? Because it's teen. And I didn't think it would be a big deal because in all reality, the prior Halos really weren't mature. Weren't. Yeah, they really weren't at all. There was just blood mm-hmm. splatter a little bit. But now that that's, take, now that that's gone... It, you notice. You notice. Like, there's not wow. the minor splatters coming from grunts and elites when you you know throw an assault rifle into them and i it, it i kind of hate it i don't know i don't well i do know why they chose to do that is to appeal to a broader audience but so was it really necessary i was never really under the impression that alien blood in quotes warranted a mature rating yeah and that seems know. really silly today like how how does that push it over to mature like and they and they aimed for teen probably just to you know try and get a wider audience obviously mm-hmm. and again kind of goes back to the whole esports thing i actually think we talked about this before we about it being teen but i didn't think it would really matter, matter. too much but it did it does huh yeah and well I'm very surprised and also very proud of you for not being biased in any way. I, I thank you, but I try to never be, I've said open, I've been open about, Hey, if I'm wrong about something, I'll say I'm wrong, but yeah. Yeah. But it's halo. I mean, how much halo can do wrong. And they did. Yeah. How much have you been looking forward to it? (sighs) A lot. Yeah. Um, it's just, everything was just, everything was just wrong even so you know with all the halo games there's always like a like a, a, a sort of a side story thing by finding collectibles and like data pads and whatnot yeah uh the one in odst was my favorite i think that one was done really well um the one they added in the halo 2 remaster was done really well uh the halo 5 one sucks i i just <laughs> even stopped listening i didn't care at all wow um 
So were they as hard? I I, I never really did this. Mm-hmm. I think I found like a terminal in Halo Three or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I was always under the assumption that they were just kind of difficult if you didn't want to seek them out or something. Like you don't just come across them really. No, no. I mean, you you would definitely so, need to follow a guide to find them all. That's what I mean. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. So, was it any easier in this one? No. Did they did they make it even less interesting that way too? Oh yeah, no. I I, I admittedly followed a guide to find them all because I knew I okay. wanted to hear those things. But like, I think Halo Halo Fours was all like uh, Promethean side story stuff and maybe background, if I recall correctly, which I thought was interesting. Um, ODST was just a whole side story from uh, the man who built the city, I believe, and his daughter trying to escape. Um, I remember that a little bit, but don't know what the content of it was. Like, I don't remember what yeah. the plot behind it was. But fives, it was just strewn together random tidbits of from elites and Halsey and... Oh. <laughs> oh, and speaking of Halsey, like, I, I completely understand where some reviewers... When some reviews say that without knowing backstory, you really don't know who people are and what's going on. Uh huh. Um, I mean, hell, they just threw Blue Team in there, and I don't think in any prior Halo game they ever made mention of other Spartans. I don't think they did either, other than Reach, maybe. Yeah, yes. But even Reach weren't um, the original generation of Spartans. Yeah. So, like, these, the, the other three, Fred, Linda, and uh, Kelly, like they were only ever in the books, uh-huh. and all of a sudden, hey, Master Chief has three other Spartans with him that they explain nothing about. Like not a I was single thing just, is said. Just going to ask about if there was anything explained there. Nope, zero. Wow. But if you wanted to, you could go to the Halo channel and read about them. <laughs> like like Bungie's companion app. Yeah. For Destiny. Um. Yeah. What a stupid. So stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not so not happy with Halo, the campaign. So now hearing you explain the campaign, it sounds like just enough information that I think I have lost interest in really seeking out playing it. Nick, but I, I still sort of want to know. I, I could tell you the entire story in 30 seconds right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even... It's not even that. Like, there's nothing... There's nothing, like, that makes playing through it good in any way. Like, there's no, there's no, you said there's not really those moments, those <laughs> Halo moments, but is there anything? Like, does, is it cool environments? Like, I don't know. Is is there any saving grace to it? It's, hmm. well, I think all, I think each Halo game had a, a cool environment and a cool atmosphere that you played through. Yeah, that's, but. That's what I mean. Like, they build sort of an atmosphere mm-hmm. just going through them mm-hmm. that if that's all you're doing, it's kind of enjoyable. It doesn't matter what's really happening. Mm-hmm. But I I don't... I, I feel like 5 is, is way more grounded in the sense that you don't... There's not a variety that there, has, that there was in the prior Halo games. Hmm. Um, everything... Like, even though... Even though the worlds are fairly open and there's different paths around different areas, you're never prompted to go look at anything. Like it's everything is pretty much, hey, go from this point to this point. Oh, 
there's no like set pieces like where you walk a no. you walk up to the edge of a cliff and see some like massive thing in the background. I mean that stuff exists, but okay, none of it is in. None of it was really in your way of playing. Whereas the, yeah, you know, like they don't present it to you. You have no, to seek it out. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, that's that's definitely not Halo. Yeah, and you could. I mean, you could say from a very general standpoint that the every Halo game is, hey, go from here to here and do this. Well, no, that's what, like, what you're saying is, even though you're going on this direct path through the story, that path brings you to things that are, like, that kind of force you to take a second and look at this, like, mm-hmm. look at this environment. Mm-hmm. And and all the things that all the, all like, all the, um we'll, we'll say, uh, a scorpion, uh, an entire uh-huh. scorpion level, like, all the prior Halo games had those staples. Right. And so does 5. Except the ones in five feel very forced. <laughs> like, so it just kind of takes you out of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Oh, I'm like sweating in my chair thinking about it. Yeah, I. I mean, I just just the fact that like, I'll be honest, this is a totally Josh Simon reaction mm-hmm. where you want to get rid of your Xbox immediately. Oh, I know. But it's just, it it, it is also crazy that. Halo was the catalyst of thinking that. Like, not not anything else, mm-hmm. not all the other problems it has, but, like, your beloved series mm-hmm. is like, oh, maybe I don't want this. <laughs> but Halo's the reason I own an Xbox. And yeah. I, I mean, I forgave them for Master Chief Collection because when it came down to it, being able to replay all those campaigns, campaigns again were worth was worth it for me. Um, which weren't really impacted by its shitty issues anyway. No, not at all. Because I, I am one of the rare ones where I like Halo to me is more of a story as opposed to multiplayer. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's probably. Well, I, no, I think a lot of people agree with you, but mm-hmm. I, I think I, I liked playing through the campaigns just because mm-hmm. I guess I wasn't invested in them. It was always multiplayer. You know what? But... Saying that I, I could sum up Halo 5. Real quick, now that I think about it, every prior Halo game was built around the story, as opposed to Halo Five, which was built around the multiplayer. Yeah, that that's what I meant at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. they were they were more worried about you know tweaking the gameplay and making that work really well. And then how many times have you heard that they have just they were only focused on getting sixty frames a second, mm-hmm. and that probably for how much they nail that home like. That probably did take a lot of time away from stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for for all the bads, though, I, I will say that it plays like a Halo game. It plays well. The thruster and everything they added gameplay-wise is nice. It's good. They're good additions. But from a purely campaign story-wise, it's just nothing. In my opinion, it's a disaster. <laughs> A disaster. It's, a disaster. it's not. It's not just mediocre. It's a disaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. And I want to throw the caveat out there too. It's not I'm, like I know I didn't directly say it, but it's not because three four three, because I have something against three four three after Master Chief Collection or or whatnot. Because quite frankly, Halo Four was my favorite campaign. Because you like four a lot. Yeah, four is probably. I, I my thought favorite. four was pretty cool too. What's that? I thought four was pretty cool too. I I, I actually remember. 
being sort of surprised at how much I like the campaign. Like, even though even though I didn't know what was really going on and I didn't really care, mm-hmm. it was like I, I was thinking, well, this isn't Bungie anymore, so I don't expect anything out of this. And then as I was playing it, I was just thinking, like, wow, I, I'm enjoying this. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so for an example, the, the very ending on the bridge with the didact, that was mm-hmm. fucking awesome. That entire scene yeah. was just so well done. And yeah. I, I'm going to say they, at one point throughout this campaign, I can you can tell that they tried to mimic that with something else that happens, but it just, it falls, it just falls through the floor horribly. Like, it, mm. oh. <laughs> um, what else? So multiplayer is good. Multiplayer is good. I'm not done with campaign yet. Oh, okay. I still have more things. All right. Uh, the whole co-op thing. So yeah, that it's only online or what? Well, you do you know that the entire campaign is done with three AI partners? Yeah. Okay. So I feel like that kind of also takes away from the experience solely because if you get downed, you can they just come revive you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you can still die, and I will say I died a lot. I played through on legendary by myself. Um, I did die a lot, even with being revived. But you're so worried about either helping people revive or you have it in the back of your mind, all right, I can just walk out, I'll get down, I'll have someone come and revive me. It kind of takes away from the experience. Um, yeah, um, did you read Did you read that Engadget article? Not yet, because I, I wanted to finish the story first before doing that. Because that's, that's one of the big complaints that the writer had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it is. It's like Halo should be a... And it it always was just the perspective of Master Chief and what's going on. Like you are this lone soldier dealing with so many issues, trying to save so many things. And that's half of the appeal of, of the entire franchise. And now you have this whole other new team you're introduced to that really no one knows anything about unless you watched the the show that introduced Locke. Um, or if you played ODST, so you know who Buck is. And the other two, uh, the other two, Vale, and I don't even know her, the other girl's name in Osiris, just they're just thrown in. There's no, no hmm. backstory to them or anything. Um, so yeah, the, the whole f- fire team throughout the entire game was I, I didn't like it. I'm sure some people did. It uh, it also sounds like their their AI wasn't very good. Uh, there were there was definitely more than one time where they would just get stuck on a corner while I was trying to be revived and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, I wouldn't really complain about it. Like you can you can point them in directions of where to go, and you can tell them to pick up and switch weapons, and you can tell them to drive vehicles. I never did any of that because I really didn't care. I still yeah, just, cause, and because you probably don't need to. Yeah, no. And uh, in the same regard, playing it on legendary, there were some parts that were frustratingly difficult just to be difficult. Like <laughs> I like a good challenge, especially with Halo, but. Yeah, I uh, I can't really speak for that. I thought Legendary in general was frustrating for frustrating <laughs> sake in all of them. So, uh, I don't yeah. know. No, this one was definitely, like, the majority of the game you get through fairly easily, but there were some parts that were just unbelievably frustrating, and especially with the checkpoint system. It's just, it was just bad. There's a one new enemy that's introduced that you fight a handful of times throughout the entire campaign. That's just, if you ever play it, it's the warden. 
is the name of the okay. enemy, and you'll understand why. But I will be playing that on easy whenever <laughs> that happens, uh, because I don't care. Yeah. I also I heard I of... don't care for a challenge from Halo. From what I heard prior to is that the campaign was supposed to be a lot longer than the other ones. It still only took really? me, it still only took me eleven hours. I, f- I mean, I feel like that's kind of long still for a first-person shooter. Every Halo game was fairly. I'd say every Halo game was roughly nine to ten hours. I'm, and again, this is from a legendary playing through by myself thing. Yeah, so it's probably even shorter if you weren't doing legendary. Mm-hmm. Halo. Halo. <laughs> Halo. So, do you think you will be playing it? I will at some point, but I I think hearing it straight from you now, I'm not as worried about mm-hmm. it. Because I had been reading, you know, people's impressions on the internet, and that surprisingly not many were digging the campaign, and I wanted to know. I was like, I have to know, and we were talking about this, but now getting more in-depth explanation about what's wrong with it. Just, it kind of just sounds like a chore that I'm forcing myself to do. Yeah. Whenever I get the chance. Yep. That entire campaign was a chore. Just, just play the last level. That's all you need to do. Okay. Well, I don't really have that choice, right? (laughs) True. Okay. That would be cool. I wish more games actually did do that. Just just let you choose to skip things if you want to. Yeah. Like, who cares? Why why gate things? Yeah. Uh so the multi though, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um Arena Yeah, Halo cast. I figured that would happen anyway. Arena is good. It's it's So what is Arena? Arena is just the the four on four playlist that has capture the flag and various game types that's all it is it's just called arena team slayer team slayer it's a separate playlist so oh okay because i was gonna say it cycles through objective and arena does match because that would okay and then slay so there's really there's only five playlists for multi Um, Uh uh-huh there's arena there's team slayer there's free for all swat and breakout that's it those are the only options you have for multi um it's nice SWAT was automatically included because yeah. it wasn't in MCC, right? I I don't I have no idea. I don't remember. I don't think it was. Uh, Breakout's a cool mode. It it actually works with Halo. That's the mode where it's kind of like Gears. You have one life and you play uh, rounds, and it's first to five rounds. Uh, and hmm. and the maps okay. are very like, small. They're small. I forget. I don't know the exact word for them, but it's like a paintball field. Like speedball, I don't know if you're familiar with speedball. No, where it's like a, it's just like is a, it all the blow up things? Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Okay, like that like a like kind of like that. Those are how the breakout maps are set up. Um. Okay. So it's very just there. It's it's pretty much just a, a rectangle or a square with a, a each side's mirrored of each other. Right. Um. And then you get thrown in and one life. There's no shields. And that's it. It's fun. It's good. So, um, the, uh, the rec pack stuff is only for Warzone. Yes. Right? Yeah. The rec pack stuff has nothing to do with. In, in Arena, 
how's that handled? Do you set up loadouts no. like they did in 4? No loadouts. Or is it set? Everything's on the map. Oh, interesting. So, again, back to original Halo. There's Kind of back to old Halo, yeah. yeah. Everything's on the map. And, huh. like, the power weapons, so rocket and sniper and whatnot, they show up and it will be announced whenever those weapons are respawning. Hmm. And it shows you where they go. Like, where they're going to spawn. I don't know if I like that. Yeah. Like, it, if they're gonna if they're gonna go the whole way of putting them on the map, I feel like they should have left it alone and let people learn it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The announcer comes out and says, you know, rockets up in ten seconds or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, huh. there's not really well, much to say about Arena. It's it's old school Halo, no loadouts. Um. Yeah. That's kind of. I mean, so, I'm kind of glad to hear that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I did not like as much as I put time into four, um, which I always forget that I actually did play it a, a decent amount. I I hated that it became Call of Duty essentially. I liked four's multi. I liked it. It played great. Mm-hmm. Had, I had fun. It it got away from Halo though. You know, like yeah. that's not. They made they specifically made it more appealing to people mm-hmm. because. I don't know. I don't know if you ever experienced it, but like back in the day when Halo Two and Beyond was very big, you didn't play. A lot of people didn't play both styles. Halo was its own style. Mm-hmm. It was. It was a little more classic first-person shooter deathmatch, um, where Call of Duty, you know, radically changed multiplayer shooters, kind of for the worse. I think sometimes. By adding all of those outside of in game, like outside of game things, like loadouts and whatever. Yeah. No, I hear you. And I was sad that that was included in four. So that's cool that that's cool that they kind of moved away from that at least <laughs> for one mode. Now I will say with Halo, at least all the loadouts and whatnot. I don't think anything, any one thing, gave anyone else an advantage over a different loadout. No, no, I don't think so either. Um, I I think that actually was handled. Well, mm-hmm. like everybody was, ba- everything was balanced, like whatever you chose to use. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not really the point for me, I guess. It's just, it's, it's, it's as simple as having a loadout. Like, I didn't like that just in general. It's not, it's not that it like impacted the game play really. Everybody, again, mm-hmm. had equal chances. It's just didn't feel right. Yeah. Um, so now the, the, pretty much the third point for Halo is Warzone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warzone is good. Warzone is fun. So With a group. Ah, so you wouldn't play it by yourself? I did a couple times, and I wasn't having as much fun. No. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's... So it's, so it's not... It's, so I, I keep thinking Warzone, even though it isn't, I keep thinking it's kind of kind of the replacement to Big Team Battle. Just because it has vehicles and stuff, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't compare, but it isn't apparently because you can't even like big team battle was just a bigger scale deathmatch mm-hmm. um, that you can play by yourself. But that's uh, that's interesting that you don't want to in Warzone. Yeah. So what Warzone is, and let me just say this too: prior to coming out, whenever they were saying you know there's other enemies on the map, 
right? Like you're, you're fighting arena, you're fighting other Spartans and you're fighting other enemies, covenant forerunners and whatnot. It was kind mm. of deceiving be- okay. because they aren't just on the map. Like you, you don't just run into a covenant somewhere. You don't just, you know, one just won't come up behind you and kill you that if you weren't watching, you they, have to seek them out. You have to seek them out. Okay. Um, so, and that's they always lame. spawn in the same places. And then, yeah. and then when they do spawn, what happens is, is you take out pretty much their leader or their general that's in that small pack, and, uh-huh. and that gives your team points. And the whole point of Warzone is to get to a thousand points. Okay. Um. So you you know you take out we'll say a, 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 an elite general or whatever it'll give you twenty five additional points. Um. But so, yeah. Go ahead. Well, all I was gonna say was, you know, whenever it shows everyone, it shows both teams when they spawn. So pretty much whenever something massive spawns, they're called ultras. It's just this big yellow like exclamation point that comes up. Everyone rushes there because it's 150 points, which is on numerous games I've played, that actually changes the game if you get that kill. Okay. Okay. Um, so so I, was, I guess I was just a little disappointed that... That's not what I expected. Yeah, it's not what I expected. I expected that Covenant and whatnot to be, all, to be on the map. Kind of just around, yes. Uh, messing messing stuff up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that sounds really not interesting mm-hmm. at all. And I'm about this. This is even worse now. This, okay. this is actually infuriating. So you, you get one of these ultras, 150 points. Uh, they range from these ma- these banshees to these to race to just um, massive forerunners, but it doesn't matter how much damage is done to it. It only matters the last shot to kill it who gets the kill. That's a bad call. So what happens is your team will take down all the shields, take down all the health, and then uh-huh. someone on the other team might just be sitting there and waiting for a small bit of health left with a sniper, take it out, and they get the kill. So now, now that I think about it, though, how how would you propose you handle that okay if if you're okay you're ready for this yes i'm ready for this because i was gonna i asked myself that same thing okay and i'm not taking credit for it it was someone else i was playing with mentioned this idea and it would totally work why couldn't that boss have two separate health bars one for each team uh well yeah yeah off the top of my head i can't think of how that would really mess things up because then yeah you're right then it's kind of just a race Mm -hmm. to do it and that would be that would be kind of frantic to see like the other team getting close to doing it that's a yeah that's a really interesting idea so yeah and it's it's a huge pain in the ass to be working on one of these giant ultras and then all of a sudden oh the other team gets gets all the points yeah yeah the whole so the whole just ambient enemies is is frankly that's just so disappointing it is. that sounds mm-hmm. so lame and that it doesn't really add anything to it it just sound that that sounds like the point of warzone which i feel like goes totally against how they were billing it yeah i i was i was expecting it dropped onto this giant map with just a war yeah like and and really your point is to still just kill the other team mm-hmm. 
or maybe gather some points by killing AI. Mm-hmm. But really, the game's point is to just rush to a certain point of the map and then see what happens. Yeah. Now, there is another way you can win a Warzone match, um, but it doesn't happen oh. as often as hitting the 1,000-point mark. Okay. So each map has three bases, and then yeah. and then also the home base. So if, if your team captures and holds all three bases on the map, it takes down the shields of the opposing team's home base, and then you rush uh-huh. that home base, and you blow up their core. And if you can do that, you automatically win. Okay. See... That should be the point of the game. There should not be this point system that you can just win by killing, like, the AI. Mm-hmm. That's that's silly. Yeah, and with the point system, you can get you can get said points by killing the AI, and it's also one point per Spartan kill. So that's how you kind of rack up kills or points. Yeah, I mean, I would I would assume that they like just straight up kills count Mm -hmm. towards it but wow so i i did not read anything about it yeah because i knew we would talk about it i'm ultra surprised by that yeah and just again totally not what i was expecting now i i do have fun with it playing as a group i think it's it i mean it it is fun it's a different it's a different thing for halo Mm -hmm. um and the whole team i play with i play with like six to ten different people at a time you know, everyone's super into it. Uh, everyone has a good time with it. But I don't know if it's going to stand the test of time. Well, what do you think is going to replace it, or what will people go back to? Because I here here's the ultimate question: Will people go back to MCC? N- no, I don't think they'll go back to MCC. <laughs> well, funny you say that, actually, because I was just playing earlier today and we were just sitting in a lobby trying to decide on what we wanted to do. Uh-huh. And uh, back with MCC, we played a lot of custom games through Forge, like just silly games like basketball right. and hockey and whatnot. Have you guys done anything with that, well, with this one? There's no Forge yet. So, oh. so someone did mention, hey, let's just go play MCC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So. That is kind of a... Uh, that's kind of funny. And... Uh, there are only three maps for Warzone right now. So I kind of didn't expect there to be many. Yeah. Initially. I mean, three is okay. Um, obviously, more will be added in the future, and those will be free, which is a good call. That, that is amazing. Like mm-hmm. that. Th- this whole this whole episode so far has been pretty down on this game. Again, that is really great to hear. Yeah. That is a huge positive. Even even if they added microtransactions for like that other bullshit, if that allows for stuff like this, I'm totally okay with that, and I don't even have it. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, I guess, speaking of which, we'll talk about the rec system real quick. It's it's done really well, and it's super fun, and it, it honestly reminds me of Mass Effect Multi, where... You just right. you build up, they're called requisition points, and you get them for playing Warzone and playing Arena, and then you just buy a pack. Um, gold packs are the highest you can get. They're 10,000 rec points. That's pretty much what everyone buys. And Yeah, is it the best deal? Yeah, it's the best deal. It's, I, think they're, <laughs> I think it's $3 real, game, or real life money if you wanted to buy one. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, those unlock cards, or they, they're just card packs. 
and you get anything ranging from armor to helmets to visor colors to uh, weapon skins to different types of weapons. Like they have a variety of different BRs and DMRs and assault rifles and whatnot. So what's different about them? Uh, scopes. Some will have scopes. Some have like laser bayonets on them. Some fire different rounds. So there is a variety. And it, I mean, it is cool how they did that. Uh, but those are those are the permanent unlocks. And then there's also like oh. power-up cards, which is every other weapon. So, right. so the only actual loadout weapons you can use are SMGs, assault rifles, DMRs, BRs, and Magnums. That's it. Those are, those are the only game weapons that you can actually go into the game with. Um, everything else, you have to use a rec card to get. And So... How does that work in game? Like, can you can you access all of them at any time, or do you have to have like a loadout of cards? So how it works? Well, you can access anything once you get the certain amount of rec points in game. So okay, at the bottom of your screen, there's eight little green circles that fill up over the course of the game, and they fill up faster depending on how many kills you get, bases you're capturing, and whatnot. And your individual rec cards are all assigned a point value, so one through eight. You can only use those rec cards once you hit that point level. And then uh, and then on top of that, once you do choose a card, it takes away those points. So you can't just keep using level 8 cards, level 7 cards. Right, right. Yeah, it, it, okay. it's that simple. There's really not much okay. more to it. Um, and then also with the rec system, so as you can imagine, there's a ton of weapons. So the pa these packs that you're getting aren't just going to throw a bunch of random cards at you for all these different weapons. You first have to un you first have to get the uh, oh, I forget what they're called. You have to unlock a card that allows you to unlock the cards for that card. What? what? Okay. <laughs> if, if, Wait. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. We'll 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 take sniper rifles. You you, okay. you will not be given a sniper rifle card in a pack until you unlock the sniper rifle the ability to unlock sniper rifle yes and i think it's the specialization you have to have the i forget if that's what they're called but once you oh. unlock once you get that card that's when you'll start seeing the one time use cards come in your packs okay so you know whenever you're opening all these packs pretty much everyone's just trying to get these specializations like whether that be an ultra rare scorpion tank you know, once you get that ultra rare scorpion take specialization card, you're going to start getting those one-time use cards. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in in the very beginning, like the first couple packs you're opening, and this is gonna, pretty much the same for everyone, you might get like one or two specializations. Like for me, I only had the saw, a mongoose, and a ghost. So the first couple of packs I've opened, that's all I got because those were the only <laughs> speciali specializations I had. Uh huh. Not until you start unlocking more do you start getting a variety in packs. So I guess it 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 really just forces you to play and play yeah, and play you, and play really until requires, you get those. Yeah, it really requires a lot of playing, which sounds a lot like a free to play model with microtransactions. <laughs> yes, because you could just keep buying the packs until you uh -huh. got the specializations. Yeah, that's that's kind of gross. Has it has it hindered you at all though? No, no, it doesn't hinder okay. you. It like you don't feel like you're getting steamrolled by like play, like paying players. No, not at all. Okay, not at all. Well, that's good to know at least. Yeah.
you still, I mean, you, you still unlock things at a fairly okay enough pace. So, I guess my last Halo question. Mm-hmm. How's it feel? How's it feel play like to play? To play? How's the shooting? Oh, it feels like a Halo game. Yeah, it does it though. Yeah, it does. It's fine. It it's a Halo. Do you use the uh, the zoom in the left trigger? I uh, well, I I always have mine aside to clicking in the right thumbstick. Oh, oh, oh weird. Because that's how okay. it always was in Halo. You're right. You're right. Left trigger okay. is grenades. <laughs> uh huh. Um. And yeah, I use it, but it's it's really no different, I guess. I don't know if it's well, just because I've played so many shooters that it's just it's natural. I I mean, like like you get that little hover in midair when you do it, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Do you know do you see people doing that a lot? Like is it effective? I use it. Um I I know a lot of the people I play with turn that off though, cuz you can turn it off. Yeah. But I use it. Yeah. Huh. Um so I guess we can also talk about what they added when it comes to a gameplay perspective. Um, they added that hover ability. They added clamor- clamoring, I guess. Clambering. Clambering, where you hold down the jump button and you can kind of uh, like shimmy yourself up to higher places. Um, very useful. It works. Uh, ground pound I use all the time. Uh, same thing with shoulder charge. So, hmm. yeah, it still feels and plays like a Halo game. That, that has not changed at all. But how do I feel from a personal level? I feel deceived. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel better about not buying it so far and um, taking a sit-back-and-wait approach. Mm-hmm. Cody's sitting back in his chair just laughing his ass off. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It 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 is kind of crazy to hear that. I I don't know. I I mean, I haven't asked anybody else. I don't know anybody else personally playing or interested in the campaign. So I I have a feeling Alex will never play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And if he does it, I don't know. He's probably not expecting anything anyway. Yeah. My, the group that we play with, I ask them all the same thing about the campaign, and it's pretty much a universal, like I don't give a shit sort of feel. <laughs> like it's 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 not good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Halo. That's Halo 5. Halo 5 podcast. I'm sort of upset at... I, I I don't want this to come off or sound like I'm being a dick, but it probably will. Is I'm really upset at how good... At the reviews it's getting. Like the averaging 85 or whatever. Uh, yeah. That, I mean, that's why I'm so surprised. I, I, at, at your reaction. I don't think it deserves that at all. It it makes me wonder what is getting praised. Because even... I I haven't read many reviews for it. I read one very negative one, and I read um, Giant Bombs, which they gave it four stars, but if you read the review, it sounds like he didn't really like it that much. Yeah, which is funny to me. That seems to be the universal thing, is people saying that, yeah, it's, you know, I I don't like the campaign, and the multi's okay, it's good, but I'm still gonna give it a nine. Uh huh. I, I don't know. I don't get it. And I also, but I, then again, I, I also don't get the yeah. people who say they like the campaign because there was nothing to like. I mean, I I haven't really read that. I've I've read very, uh, very mostly negative 
opinions on the campaign. I, I think I only saw a handful of people say, like, I had I had very low expectations, so it was okay. Mm-hmm. And I guess okay is good enough for some people. Mm. I don't know. It's it is it is just crazy. It's crazy to me that this your overall opinion it seems to be negative. Yeah. Even though you still like the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Halo. Halo. <laughs> Four, 40 plus minutes of Halo 5. I figured that was going to happen. That's fine. It's it's a big deal. As much as I hate to admit it, it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully hopefully Redbox will get it soon so you could check out the campaign, knock it out in a day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still I I feel like I'll have to go the GameStop route before that happens though. Yeah. So but yeah, I, I'm, I, cause I, when I woke up this morning, I was very, very close to just buying it digitally. Yeah. And being like, you know what, whatever, I want to see it. I'll play a couple multiplayer games. I'll get my money's worth. But after thinking about how you reacted to it and whatever, I'm, I'm glad I waited. It, I, I, I thought it was going to be a Destiny killer for me. Yeah. But I still, I still find myself, wanting to go back and play destiny i'd rather be playing destiny yeah well so that that now i and i was wondering if that would happen because i was thinking we were done with destiny also once this came out Mm -hmm. for you um it's it's interesting to see how destiny actually kind of has a more rewarding experience for playing it like even if even if you're not exactly seeking that out it's still it's still something stacked up against just a multiplayer shooter like Halo, where like you're really only unlocking cosmetic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they added a whole, the whole rec pack thing for Warzone, which I don't think that in any way enhances the game. They only did that to make a microtransaction. Yeah, like there that wasn't a design intent, you know. I mean, I I personally like that model though. I like. I like the whole card pack sort of thing. It's an appeal to me. I don't know why. Um, I think I think for an adversarial game, it's not a great idea, even if it doesn't give anybody an advantage. That's a good point. It just it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it it obviously doesn't add anything. Like like it's just it's just a reason to toss in this possible money making machine. Yeah. I, you know, and I always where where in Mass Effect, mm-hmm. Mass Effect it it absolutely made it kind of a better experience because you're just playing against uh, AI enemies, mm-hmm. like it's just waves of enemies. So it's it's fun to experiment with things, and there's nothing really on the line other than losing to some enemies. You know, not not people, not live people. Yeah. So like you're kind of not going to experiment as much, maybe because. There's a little bit higher stakes, I guess, is how I'm thinking of it. I don't know. Yeah, and, you know, we bring up Mass Effect all the time when it comes to this sort of thing, and that's solely because it it does it the best. Like, that system they have in that multiplayer and that co-op was, I think it was done perfectly. Yeah, like, it it, it also could, you could pay for those with real money, and, and honestly, I think it was, like, one of the first games EA was kind of testing that with. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, on its face, it sounds gross. And like, why would you ever engage in that? And how could it be positive? But because it was so fun to play and it was only co-op, it was never PVP. It, it just changes how it, it just changes how it feels and comes off. Mm. Like it's fun to play the game anyway. So you're going to collect credits anyway to spend on stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just it's very different. Like the whole the whole PVE versus PVP makes it makes a big deal or make makes a big difference. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah, other video games, I guess. Other other video games. <laughs> I don't have much to talk about, so I'm kind of glad we went that long. Well, um, I am intrigued in Galaxy. Yeah. Galaxy, uh, a roguelike space shooter, um, came out on PS4 a couple months ago. Um, just came out on PC. Don't know about any plans for Xbox One. That might be a Sony kind of exclusive thing. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like spelunky in a way um you're moving through procedurally generated levels you start out with just a base set of weapons every time you lose your you lose your progress every time you die like other roguelikes um the the difference with this one is it uh breaks up your objective kind of where in spelunky you just need to get to the end of a level Galaxy, you have to, you have to complete a task, and that task changes every level. So, like maybe it's all—I mean, it all ultimately breaks down to get to this point and get something or kill something. Okay, but um, so, it just changes it up through levels. Yeah, go ahead. So then, once you do that, what what is the point of continuing and moving forward? Does it just keep throwing random missions at you, or? Um, so it has, it's broken out in, uh, stages, which the, the coolest thing about this game is that its art style is awesome. Mm -hmm. It is, um, it's, it's based, it's based on like eighties anime. So picture like Gundam wing or Voltron or something like that. And that's, that's the aesthetic they're going for in this game. And you, your ship transforms into a mech with like a laser sword and and a shield and stuff and it it basically looks like a Gundam or Voltron or any mech anything ever and it's super cool because you can transform into it at any time um your ship looks like a viper from Battlestar Galactica hmm. uh and this is what i like the most about it is the gameplay um and that and ultimately that's a huge part of roguelikes because you always lose progress. There's not really a story. It's all down to how does it play and is that fun. Uh, with this ship, just like a Viper in Battlestar, you have a ton of freedom. Like you can stop and start on a dime and like change direction and flip all over the place. And you have like a really good control over your ship. Um, which that's what's fun is like getting into these really intense shootouts between aliens or space bugs or whatever they are and like that moment to moment battle with your ship and this enemy 
and like how much how many options you have to avoid stuff is it's it's thrilling so and that's the draw so are there like unlocks in and whatnot like abilities you get as you continue playing or yeah so so like like spelunky and other similar roguelikes like as you're going through a playthrough you build up your character so there is an in-game shop that as you're killing enemies you're getting money and you can upgrade stuff with that money at the shop or you can buy back health or you can buy more shields um you're also making some outside of your playthrough progress which which is what kind of defines rogue likes anymore because technically a rogue game you lose all progress and start from zero every time um in galaxy you find blueprints for upgrades for your ship those blueprints once you find them and put them together are always available when you play the game you just have to have money to buy them in the store so it's kind of like an in-between you don't really make progress between lives but when you start a new playthrough you kind of have more options available at an earlier stage Hmm. um which which spelunky doesn't really do spelunky when you start a game of spelunky you have all the same things available available to you there's in-game shops the shop items are always randomized you're never really like starting with the same or, or you're not really starting with an advantage ever in that where in galaxy you can kind of start with an advantage and that's what like rogue legacy was like too um that was actually the big point of rogue legacy was every time you died you'd come back with money and you'd use that money to upgrade your character and from then on your character always was continually upgrading over lives um but yeah I got galaxy's sweet i it really is so far to me just the gameplay those objectives are very repetitive i've already seen pretty much everything there is to see i think <laughs> okay uh in terms of the objectives i haven't seen all of the levels this i didn't explain this completely going back to the 80s anime thing every level is is basically an episode of a tv show (laughs) which 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 a few things have been doing lately metal gear did this phantom pain um where it's like an episode of a tv show it'll it'll do the whole thing It, it gives you like a title card when you start the level it says written by some randomly generated writer's name um and then there there will be like some plot based around your basic objective through it like we need to get food because we're starving or something um and then when it ends it's like oh episode end and whatever and then you're working your way through a season so in spelunky you would have four levels to get through and then you'd get to a new area so there are four mines four uh versions of a cave four versions of a jungle galaxy does five episodes per season and so far i didn't get to play much i only just now got to season two season two changed the locale a little bit so like season one you're just flying around in space like dodging asteroids flying through big asteroids season two looks like you're spending more time in like big derelict spaceships um, so I'm assuming they continue to change locales, but I, I don't really know. Didn't play enough yet. And you said there's five but, uh, five seasons? 
There's five seasons total. I wonder what happens after those yeah. five. So you just done. It's just a playthrough. Yeah. I, I that's all. I I think that's it. Yeah. Hmm. And like I said, the point the point of the game is really to that moment to moment battles and uh whatnot not really there's not really an end goal you know yeah like once you get through all five seasons like you completed it and then it probably gives you a bunch of stats i don't know if there are leaderboards or anything so that might be might not be as rewarding because Spelunky at least always had leaderboards associated with it even if you weren't like chasing them it was cool to see how you would stack up at the end so, but, so what's next for you yeah. after this? I don't know. I'm coasting until Fallout. I've just been playing little random stuff. Yeah, that is only a week and a half away. Yeah, so. I, I, I mean, I have down. I played Downwell too. Yeah, which um it's worth talking is about. Another roguelike. Yeah, it's it's at, this is really short actually because I explained so much with Galaxy anyway. Uh, Downwell is an iOS and pc game currently it is coming to android i think um all it is is you are falling down a well and you have guns on your boots (laughs) (laughs) and that that's that's the that's the entire gameplay like it it again has set levels that you're working your way through there's three levels per stage and i think there's four stages um, so it also has like an end. It's not just an endless roguelike. Um, I I am having a blast with it. It's ultra stripped down in terms of visuals. Um, what were you gonna say? So it's kind of like the opposite of Doodle Jump, but a bit more intense. I I've seen that comparison. I don't know what Doodle Jump is though. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's. It was yeah, just an, I, I know the name. I've heard the name, but I, I've never played it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it was just. It was just but an yeah, game. you're you're just falling down a well, collecting gems. You use gems to buy upgrades. There's like in there's shops throughout the levels, much like Galaxy and Spelunky and all these other games. Um, and as you're working your way down, you can jump on enemies' heads to kill them. Some of them you can't. Some of them are dangerous to jump on. And you also have your gun boots, which you can shoot, and there's a bunch of different weapons that you can get that change, you know, how you shoot and the spread of bullets and whatever. Um, And it's really, really frantic because you're just fighting gravity. So you're constantly falling. There are times where you can stop, but the point of the game is to keep going and and building up a combo by never touching the ground or stopping. So if you stop, does the screen keep going down? No, okay. no, no. You can you can go at your own pace if you want to. That's just not the point. Like you're you're supposed to constantly be falling. You're not supposed to stop. The only time you should be stopping is to jump into the side areas that are like optional where you'll walk in, grab a power up, jump back out and keep falling down the well. Yeah. Um and trying to build up the this is what I'm liking about the game because I feel like this one does not have staying power like I'll get over it pretty quick. Um, it's only three dollars, by the way. <laughs> uh, it that that whole like trying to build up a combo by jumping on enemies and keeping that combo going is is pretty crazy, and it's really hard. 
and it's a fun challenge because it it's like really rewarding to just keep bouncing back and forth between enemies and working your way down and you know mm-hmm. it gives you cues it gives you like uh dopamine sensations of like oh my god i'm building up all this stuff i'm getting all these gems and it's really crazy and my character is kind of like on fire it has like this nice effect where you are high on gems <laughs> okay that's what that's that's what it calls it <laughs> it's, it's interesting to me it's that great. you bought this this type of game on your pc I don't know. Well, um, so I was afraid of how it would control on a phone. And also, it's not available for Android yet. So I'm playing it with a controller, and I feel like I would not like playing it without a controller. Speaking of which... I can't say for sure, though. Has Have you changed your mind on the Steam controller at all yet? Haven't used it since last week. <laughs> Probably won't. Anytime soon. Interesting. <laughs> Have you have yeah. you seen anything else said about it? I haven't seen anything. No, and I think it's because it's only again available to like early adopters, so not not many like publications are doing impressions on it because people can't go buy it. So I think I think once it's available in stores, you'll probably see like concrete opinions of on it from major sources. Mm-hmm. But right now it's just such a it's such a nothing known thing. Hmm. There's like no point, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, I I didn't expect much out of it, so I'm 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 whatever about not really using it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Before before Halo came out, I also beat Batman. I don't know if I said anything about that. You were still in the kind of in the middle of it, I think. Yeah. Last um, week. I'm not gonna. I don't want to say too many things about it, but I do want to mention the one thing they did that. Metal Gear also did, and that was withhold <laughs> the ending. withhold the final ending. Mm-hmm. I, we we spoke about it with Metal Gear a lot a couple podcasts ago about how the soft ending was really all you got until you worked your way through on doing a couple extra things to get the the final ending, which is what really mattered. Um, Batman did the same thing, which I was very upset about. Um, and it was behind. I would say an even more annoying task. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, you have to collect all of the Riddler trophies, which is there. I think there's three over three hundred of them. Yeah, I mean that's insane. Yeah, so you have to do all of that just to get, and it's not even it's not even to get the game's actual ending. It's to get the series' actual ending. Oh, yeah, because this this is the last game in the Arkham trilogy. So without doing all of that, you don't get the ending for the entire trilogy. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was just for that game. No. Mm-mm. But I guess that makes sense because the events of Arkham Knight specifically are pretty wrapped up. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even realize. Yeah, I, 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 I watched it on YouTube because I, I wanted to see it being a big fan, but I absolutely did not care to collect all that. Yeah, and that seems to be the common avenue for seeing it for everybody. Yeah. And I, I, I'll say it was it was cool, and I feel like it's something that should have been easier to attain in the game because it it wraps up that entire series. Yeah, that's a really bad call on their part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and speaking of Batman, uh, the I think last podcast we mentioned that it was fixed on PC or the. Oh yeah, did, and it's not. And it's not. 
<laughs> yeah, and it's still not... Not only that... I don't know... It, it, but they are now offering full refunds until the end of 2015. Oh my god, I didn't see that. I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, they are offering full refunds wow. to anyone who has art who bought it, no matter how much you played of it. <laughs> oh wow. Disaster. <laughs> that is a disaster, yeah. I also saw that it um it requires twelve gigs twelve gigs of RAM, which as of now is kind of a not really a standard amount that people have. Like, I have 16, but that was just because I needed to... I, I just figured I'd upgrade when I b put together my new one. And I already had 8. Uh, 12 is a weird number. Yeah, I don't know anything about this. And so, Yeah, I mean, it's just... there. There's that, like, it's having its own issues. And then now it also has, like, a high... Uh, a kind of weird requirement to just run <laughs> run run okay i guess hmm. so the whole the whole thing is a mess still <laughs> yeah that's that's just bad like yeah how does that that's happen? that's really bad and and very unfortunate for people wanting to play it yeah it's and it is crazy that a lot of people did get through it like without a problem yeah i mean yeah people were still able to review it back when it initially launched but with all the different combinations possible with computers it's just seems to have been a huge issue oh well so yeah i'm about out i'm winded after that halo conversation yeah i'd say that's a good point to wrap I've up lost all i've lost all hope <laughs> you're you're down on all video games. I'm gonna go buy a PS4. You should you should buy a PC. I uh, uh, eh. I'm gonna go buy a PS4 and buy Syndicate because I really want to play that. Syndicate. Wait. Oh, Creed. Yeah, Creed. I was like, what are you talking about? The the shooter. The original Syndicate. I've been dying to play it. Oh, the original original Syndicate, mm -hmm. I don't think you want to play. <laughs> yeah. I tried playing that game. It was impossible. Just impossible. Um, oh, dude, so obtuse. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway. Yeah, so Fallout uh, in a week and a half. Yeah, I can't wait. It's exciting. So I'm probably not going to have anything new next week either. Yeah, I don't... I, don't I, might, I might try and wrap up some other weird games. I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls 2 again. Random. I never finished the DLC. Uh, yeah, see, I, I'm I'm really thinking about getting a PS4, um, and it did cross my mind briefly to try Bloodborne. You should, just because it's different. You might like it better. But I don't know if I'd rather play that over Assassin's Creed right now. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't mind you playing play the both. Order, too, just to see why it was so... Just to see it. Yeah, I would also like to play through it just to see it. Yeah. Just to know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't have anything else unless you do. Nope, I don't. Okay. Um, thanks for listening. You can find us on iTunes and podcast services by searching 2v1 podcast. Also, on the horizon, Google Play is starting their own podcast service, which we will also be on. So whenever that becomes available, there's another avenue. The front runners of the podcast industry. 
Yeah, we're, we're, we're there. We're in on the ground floor for a service that people probably won't use. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, a, just a general blanket statement. I don't know. I When I was reading the announcement, people seemed real excited about it. I don't know a single person that uses Google Play for anything. I don't even know what Google Play is. It's iTunes. It's iTunes for, for Android. I essentially yep, no idea. You can rent movies, you can buy music, you can stream music. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the same thing as iTunes and Amazon and all that other stuff. Yes, it's just another one of those. Okay. <laughs> um but yeah. Follow us on Twitter at two V one podcast and uh leave us a review because that would help. And uh we'll see you next week. Thank you. I wasn't recording that entire time. <laughs>